Okay, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Nun Beis. In Psachem, we learn for a full Shlema for Tova Miriam Basvara Mindel. Uh, we're at the uh, two dots, about 12 lines down on daf Nun Beis and Medalf, we left off yesterday. Let's quickly turn back to the Mishnah on Nun Amid Beis. And there we were talking about, we started the Mishnah, was talking about Makam Shinagu, that if you go, if you're living in a place where they don't do work on Erev Pesach in the morning, then, uh, <clears throat> and you go to a place where they do do work or vice versa, you should not, you should uh, always go Lechumra and not start any Machlokas. Then the Mishnah went on to say the sa- a similar thing. If you take Peirah Shviyas in the seventh year Shemitah fruit, um, you're allowed to eat them, right? You're not allowed to do business with them, you're not allowed to destroy them, but you're allowed to eat them when, as long as excuse me, the fruits are still out in the field for the animals. We'll talk about that in more detail later. <clears throat> but once uh, there's no more fruits in, for them out in the field, fruits and vegetables, then you have to stop using them. Meaning, Rashi will say later, we'll see Rashi, there's different opinions as what you're supposed to do with them. Rashi says, you're mafker them. In other words, where the animals are, you're just mafker for anybody to take. That's what we mean by or. So, and, or makam shakalu, when there's no more fruits in the field, no more fruits and vegetables out in the field, uh, or grain, whatever, that means that it's no longer in the field, it's ceased, it's, it's completed. Kalu means it's finished, there's no more, it's ceased, there's no more, you can't find any more. If there's not any more in the field for the animals to take, then you must be mafker what you have in the house. Even though they're in your house already, and you're allowed to eat them, you're only allowed to eat them as long as they're out in the field. Once they're out in the field, you have to be mafker whatever you have. So it says, let's say you went from a place where there's no more, there's no more out in the field. So you're not allowed to eat, and you went to a place that they're still out in the field, or vice versa. So again, the same idea, you have to go lechumra, chayev levar, you have, to, you have to get rid of them, you have to be mafker them, let's say, uh, no matter what, right? Whether you're whether the place you came from, they've ceased there, whether they're kalu there, or where they, they were kalu in the place that you're going to. Rabbi Huda says, no, you can also bring some. As if to say, it sounds like he's saying, you know what? Uh, you could still find somewhere you're going here now. So it seems to be that he's mekel. So, and he says, like, apparently he's saying, even though the Tanakhama says, no, you have to be machmer, right? Uh, whether whether they uh, whether the fruits have been completed or kalu they're ceased there's no more in the place that you left or the place that you're going to either in your in your uh, departure place or your destination place let's call them uh, you have to get rid of them either way go lechumra right you have to be machmer Rabbi said say you can even bring some here too and that's, we're not clear what he's saying so we're going to see now the gemara it says the gemara. And then Beis Medalf, 12 lines down. Does Rabbi Yudah not hold of this general rule that we said? You have to use the, stri- the stringencies of both the place, your departure, and your destination. You have to be machmer on both. And Rabbi Yudah apparently is saying, hey, yeah, you can go find some. What's going on over here? So the Gemara offers various solutions for the problem of what the machlokus is. Why is Rabbi does Rabbi Yudah not hold of this general principle that you have to be machmer and take the stringency of either the destination or, the, or your departure, whichever is more stringent? Am Rav Shisha Davidi, you don't understand the machlokus. Milsach Ritakomer, the Tanakhama is talking about a different case. He's not talking about the case that you're discussing. They're talking about a different issue. Rashi says, Milsach Ritakomer Tanakama and Rabbi Yehuda, this is the Machlokas. 
Omi makam shalo kalu, makam shalo kalu. Not the first case. The case is if you go makam shakalu, makam shalo kalu, makam shalo kalu, makam shakalu, chayva, you got to take the stringency of both. Then another case, it's sort of like chasura mechsura, right? Or if let's say you go from a place where they have not ceased in the field, lo kalu, both places, both your departure and your destination, there's still fruits out in the field. So what's the problem? The Shama, when he got to his destination, Shama Shakalabamakomo, he heard, when he got there, he heard rumors that in the place that he left his departure place, his departure, his hometown, that they are completed there. And so when he left town, they were still in the field. When he got to his new town, to the second town, to the destination, he heard that in his departure place, they've been, there's no more out in the field. So the Tanakhama says, Chayiv Levayer. Why? Because in his, you have to Chumrah, since in his place that he left, he has, uh, they, he heard now that they've ceased out in the fields, he has to do the beer also now, the beer of Shemitah, of Shemitah year. Rabbi Yudah says, no, Tseba L'chafata. No, Me'echadasinu. Right, where, wherever you are now, you can go get some now, where, where you are now, or even the place that you originally came from. Afata Me'echadasinu. In other words, look where you are now, and right now you can get some. Sometimes he could say, listen, I could tell those people, Rashi learns over here, he could tell his people that he came from. They don't have any now, but when he left town, they had. So he could tell them, hey, I'm not changing your minig. I took them to a place to So you could find plenty over here. In other words, he's not going to make him a, he's certainly not making him a chlokus with his destination where he is now, because they also lokalu there. Right, but he went from place low kalu to place the low kalu, and now he heard that in his departure place they were kalu. So the Tanakhama says you still have to be stringent, since in the place where you departed from, there's no more now. You have to do beer. Whereas Rabbi Yudha says, no, listen, you can get some now where you are. He could tell them, like, when I left, I, I it was a place low kalu. Now where I am, also low kalu. What's your problem? Says the Gemara says lemeimet Rabbi Yudha lekula kamer. If that comes out, it comes out that Rabbi Yudha, like we sounded in the Mishnah. Is going is taking the lenient view and say you don't have to do beer. Ivor Rabbelezer, Rabbelezer says Rabbi el lechumra. First of all, you have to change the whole thing. Rabbi Yudah was the one who was machmer over here. How is he machmer? We don't understand the machlokas. Ella apech. Maybe turn around this way. Enochayv levayer. Maybe change the words of the Mishnah and the Tanakhama saying enochayv levayer. Even though I'm not really changing the words of the Mishnah because the Mishnah that we have it is not even talking about the machlokas shalokalu makom shalokalu going to a place which is the reverse of the place that you left from. But we're putting in new words. We're saying over here is you went from a place lokalu to another place lokalu and you heard that in your departure place it was already kalu. So the Chacham say you don't have to be mvar because when you left it was uh, lokalu and in the place you're in you're, it's lokalu. Rabbi Yudah said say v'chavata mehechadai sinu v'chalu. We tell them listen can you bring out from the place that you that you left from, you can't get them in that place from your departure place. They're gone already, and therefore you have to do beer. So Rabbi Yehuda's machmir. That's what we mean over here now. Rashi says, Because when you took them, there's a zilzum akoma, because people know right now that you can't get them over there. It's a mechadasin, milkum shabesim, and you'll find that they're called sorbutas machmer. That's one way to learn. Abaya, so, but according to this, we're really changing the Mishnah. Because the Mishnah said, you know, kalu to lo kalu, or lo kalu to kalu, you have to go lechumer, and Rabbi Yehuda said whatever he said, say velchavata. We're trying to figure out what's, what is he arguing about. Number one, Rabbi Yehuda's machmer. And second of all, he certainly holds up the idea of you have to take the chumras of both. So the answer is we're talking about a different case where it's low kalu to low kalu, 
And what happened was now you heard that in the place that you left from, it was Kalu. So Rabbi Yudas Machmerin says, you know what, since you can't get any in your departure place if you were to go there today, you also have to be Mavar. That's one way to learn the Machlok. Let's leave the mission the way it reads, that you went from a place Kalu to Lo Kalu, or Lo Kalu to Kalu. Leave it that way. Now you went back. <laughs> Listen to this, you went back. It was Lo Kalu when you left, right? The part you they were still out in the field. You went to a place that they did, that there was, there was no more out in the field, you're in your destination place. Okay, so you got to go to the right? Um, the, you take the Chumras of both, and this is Kalu. No, but you went back. You, you came with your fruits, and now you went back to your original destination. Your original destination was still low Kalu. Vadayin low Kalu. And Chayv Levi, why? Because, you know, when I left town, they still had fruits, and now I came back to my town with the same fruits. The self-same fruits, so I don't have to be involved. Rabbi Yudas says, no. Where did you just come from? You went to a destination, right? And in that place, Vakalu, could you bring them from there? You just came back from that place, and in, the, in your destination place. In your destination place, they were gone. So can you bring any from there now? No, they're no more out in the field. So you have to be involved. Masko Ravashi, so Ravashi asked, uh, who was the, the author of this, a bias of this? Um, uh, so Moscow Rashi asks, according to Rav Yudah, who is saying, you're Mahmur over here, again, what's the case? You left your departure place, it was fine. The place you went to, your destination, there was no more fruits there. But then you came back to your original departure place, and there was still low color, it was still not ceased of the field, so what's your problem? Rav Yudah says, no, since you couldn't get any in your departure place, you have to be in fire. So he's the corn of Yudah. No, 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 I don't understand. The people where you came from, yeah. they don't know they don't know what the people the, when you go back if we're talking about a case where you go back the whole right, right. issue here is the the muckum, right 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 you're right going back to a place where where maybe going back to a place yeah yeah but it, it's like you know in other words you have to be machmer yourself and maybe they heard about it in other words he's saying maybe they heard about it. you have to be machmer anyway yourself but it could be that somebody would hear would hear that in your depart that in your destination place there was none and therefore, you have to be machmer, and you shouldn't have, and you should uh, be mavar, even though the place that we're in now, your original departure place, has fruits. They had fruits, and they still have fruits. So, if you're just being machmer, which is really hard to understand, this is the Gemara sort of asking, probably what you're going to, what you're asking. The Gemara says, "Masker of Ashi, the Rebuyer, Ato Agava, the Chamer Kaltenu." What's going on over here uh, uh, on the back of his chamor? In other words, the back of his uh, truck. Uh, that absorbed them and that absorbed the Kalu? What's going on? In the original town, it was low Kalu. You could eat there. In the town that he came back, the same town he came back to with the same fruits that he took from that town, also it's still low Kalu. So what's going on? Because in your destination place that you brought them in there, that sort of absorbed the Chumrah? And you're not eating the fruit. You're, the fruits did not come from your destination place. They came from your departure place. And you're eating them in your departure place. So what's the chumrah over here? Like, like you, maybe that's what you're asking. I'm not sure. But it's not like, but then like what's the chumrah over here? That, that, the, because because your, your truck basically absorbed the chumrah of the place that you went to? That's really far out. Elam Ravashi. Ravashi says... The first shot that we gave is still good, low kalu to low kalu, and he heard about it, but that's difficult because you're changing the whole mission. Elam Ravashi, but pluk to Dani Toy. The machlokas between the Tanakama and Rabbi and our mission is a fine machlokas. It's not. Listen to this case. 
We said that you have to get rid of the fruits, you have to be mafka the fruits once they're no more in the field. What happens if you pickle some of the fruits together, right? And, and you pickle them in one barrel, one jar, whatever, right? You pickle them, and now, let's say, two of the fruits, two of these fruits are kalum and asada. They're ceased, there's no more in the field, but one remains. Now they're all, but they're all pickled together. What's the rule? So we have a three machlegs. Rebbe says, Ochlan al right? You can eat based on the first one. What does that mean? Al smach harishin mahar lios kol lechayim and asada to misha sheyech lechad men asada shlosha asurin the kavashayu mishav lekachad. In other words, if one of them, one of the three, is already finished in the field, that's it. You cannot, you can't, you can't eat anymore. Al smach harishin mahar lios kola. What is your time limit for eating these uh, pickled fruits? Your limit is as soon as one of them is completed in the field. As soon as one of them is no more in the field, that's it. Yeah, that ruins it for the other ones too. That's the first of Mirablezer. Rabbi Shua says, Afalachron. You could even, based on the last one that, that's finished in the field, meaning even if two of them are, are finished in the field, but the last one is not finished in the field, you can eat all three. You can eat all three. Rabbi Shua's Mekel. Rabbi Lezer's Machor. Rabbi Gamliel says, No, you look at each one individually. Kol Shekola Minamanasadi Yavar. Uh, if it's finished in the field, if it's ceased in the field, you have to be mafker the ones that you have in, in your barrel, in your jar. In other words, it depends on each one. What do we mean by that? So Rashi explains over here, Rashi, in the wide lines, uh, Rashi says, right, the first of the wide lines, this is the machlok, I'm reading the first of the wide, wide, widest lines in Rashi, near the bottom, five lines from the bottom of the page. What does that mean? Kulan chayev levayer. In other words, if they're if shekalachun, if they're all gone, right? Makum shalokalu, lemakum shekalu. Kulan chayev levayer. Why? Because he's going like Rabbi Yeshua. If they're all gone, then you have to be mivar. Avokalu mitzasan. But if only part of them were 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 ceased in the field, you could still eat that one, like Rabbi Yeshua. The ochlan afalachon. Rabbi Yehuda says, "Sebel v'chafata meosamin." Can you find that when a sada varilo timsa besada v'asakurming liol? He goes like Rabbi Nobody's machmer like Rabbi Yehuda. But but the the problem with this answer in the Gemara is, what does it have to do with our Mishnah? This is a nice answer, right? We're saying there's a machlokas when you have three uh, fruits uh, in pickled together and uh, one of them ceased in the field. Rabbi Lezer says, as soon as the first one's gone, you can't eat the other ones either because they're all pickled together. Yeshua says, no, as long as one of them has not ceased in the field, you can eat them all. Muriel says, it depends which ones. So the question over here is, though, uh, you know, what's the, what does that have to do with our Mishnah? The Mishnah says, talk about makam shenagu. What does that mean? So Rashash says that it could be like this, that Rabbi Yudah says, said, said, oh, sir, when Rabbi Yudah says, the one that's finished in the field, one out of the three, let's say, one out of the three fruits in your pickled jar uh, has ceased in the field. So he says, it's, it's oh, sir, he's really monitor Bishua, said, mina it's mutter. Why? Because mina sadas, it's still not in the field. These are all still out in the field. Everything is really mutter because this whole concoction is still in the field, right? Some of it's still in the field. You put it all together. But he answers it because of machlokas. Why? What's the machlok? What do you mean, machlokas? Because in our mission, what's the idea of makum shenagu? You should be machmer, the place you left, the place you went to, basically because you shouldn't come to a machlokas. You shouldn't say, this guy's mutter, this guy's also. So here too, he says, maybe Rabbi Yudah is really saying the same thing, that really he agrees with the Yeshua, that once you pickled all three together, that's one min. And as long as part of that's out in the field, that's really okay, Minatora. Torah. Except, 
we should say, listen, somebody else who didn't pickle this particular species of fruit, he can't eat anymore because it's finished in the field. But you, who pickled it together with another fruit, which hasn't finished in the field, you get to eat it. That's sort of a machlokas, and that's maybe what Rabbi Yudah is trying to tell us. That's why it's related to our Mishnah. Malkam Shinagu, you should go to Chumrah. Again, Adin, you could eat it, but like Rabbi Shua, maybe he goes like Rabbi Shua, he passes like Rabbi Shua, right? But Rabbi Muliel says, go to Chumrah. Why go to Chumrah? You shouldn't come to a machlokas. So maybe that's the relationship to our Mishnah. So that's a second way that we come out with that's a good, you know, to understand the Mishra. Vina says, it's the following machlokas, it's a different machlokas, there is a machlokas of Yudah and Rabbon and our Mishra means it's the Tman. Ochum betmar Tzor was a city, it's mentioned in Bracious, it's mentioned in Dvarim, but in Dvarim it seems that it's related, that it's really uh, near Yericho, um, and um, uh, this Tzor was a city, Iratmarim. it's called Iratmarim, a city of dates, they had a lot of dates there, it was a city known for its dates, date, uh, palm trees. So, Mishnah says, you could eat there until the last one's finished in Tzor, as we'll see, Tzor was in Yehuda, and uh, you could eat even in a different area of Yehuda, until they finish in Tzor. In other words, when we say, until it ceases in the field, you're allowed to eat, otherwise you have to be mafkert. Which field? Your own field? Not your next-door neighbor? No, it means the whole area of Yehuda. As we'll see, there's three different areas. There's Yehuda, Galil, and Eber Yarde. Each one is considered a separate country. And as long as they're available in that country. I'm sorry, Rabbi says, Ochlin al shel ben ha-kipen ve'en ochlin al shel ben ha He says like this, when the when the uh, when the uh, dates fall off the tree, some of them fall among the arching branches, the keepin, like an arch. But some of them fall down to the lower area, which has uh, which has like thorns and is very prickly. And there, it's hard to get because it, you can, the animals can't get it because of the because uh, of the thorns. So <laughs> so Rabbi Shmuel says uh, the, the Tanakama says you could eat as long. As there are still dates falling, I don't care where they are. Whereas Shmuel says, no. Once the animals can't get to them, because the ones that have fallen off into the bottom part of the tree, they can't get anymore, right? Uh, then, then you can't, you can't, you can't get them. Then you have to stop eating them. You can't eat anymore as long as they're at the bottom. So that's the machlokas here too. Tanakama says that when, when, uh, as long you can eat dates as long as they're totally finished, even that there's no, that there's no more dates even left among the prickly branches at the bottom. You have to devour. But, uh, but if it's just finished from the uh, upper ones and they're still saying, you're not going to have to devour. Buddha says no. That's what he means to say. Can you get any? You can't get them because they're in the prickly areas. And as, as long as, uh, if they're finished on the top, but there's still some in the prickly area at the bottom, you can't get to them. And therefore, that's considered finished. Even though they're physically existing, but you can't get to them. Can you bring any? No, they're, they're, you're, you're impeded by the thorns. So that's the machlokas. So several ways to understand the machlokas in a Mishnah. To the Indian of Shvius itself, how does that work? Tan awesome. We learn like this in Shvius. Shlosh Aretz is beer. There's three, three areas, uh, three lands when it comes to beer. And again, beer, we said Rashi says, is your mafka them for the animals to, uh, to eat. You can't got to get rid of them out of your house. What are these three different areas? Yehuda, Eber, Yard, and Begalil. The three areas of Eretz Yisrael. V'shol Shartz is Vachas. And each of these three has another three within it. So there's a total of nine. So, right? So, that's the case. So, each one, so there's a total of nine. So, why do you say there's three? Aren't there nine? No. 
Meaning like this, even though each of the lands, Yehuda, Ever Yard, and Galil is a separate country, so to speak, by itself, and, uh, and, um, and has many areas in there, but each one is considered one land, so that if in any area of Yehuda there are still though that species of uh, that species, you're allowed to eat throughout all of Yehuda. And the same thing for Galil and Aver Yarden. In other words, even though they're not in your particular locality, you're in one of the three areas within Yehuda. But as long as anywhere in Yehuda they're around, like here, like Tanakama said, as long as they're in Sohar, you can eat them wherever you are in Yehuda. And I mean, where do we get this from? The Pasik says, Right? It should be for your animals in your field, in your land. As long as the animals can eat it in the field, you can, you can feed it to the animals in your house, in, in your, your domesticated animals. But once the animals in the field can't get it anymore because there's no more, then you got to get rid of it from your, from your house too, and you got to put it out for Hefker. And we have a Kabbalah. What does Gamiri mean? Rashi says, Masoras meavosenu, right? We have a Masora, Dein Chayashab Yuda Gedeila al Perishab Gol. Animals in Yuda don't feed, don't, are not raised on the, on the fruits in Galil. Dein Chayashab Gol Gedeil Perishab Yuda, and the same thing for Eber Yardain. Obviously, it's over the, over the water, they don't go. So that's, that's, that's how it works. Tanrabon, Perishi Yatsumerit Sestrolachlis. What about fruits that you took? Let's say they visited Syria or Mitzrayim. They took some fruits from Eretz Sestrol, went to Chutzlaretz. And now it's time for beer because there's no more in Eretz Yisrael. Only the Paris of Eretz Yisrael are chayiv in all this, but you took the Paris to Chutzlaretz. So, Mizbar Mchomak Mishain. Tanakama says, all right, wherever you are, be mafka them right here. You don't have to go all the way, you don't have to take the fruits back to Israel. Mishim Melazar Amar, no. Yachsrul Mekoma, you got to take them back to Yisbaru. Mishim Shnema Ba'artzacha, it's got to be in your land. In other words, you got to leave it for them. Leave it for the animals in your field. As long as they're in the field, so when you have to be in bar, you also have to leave it for them. You already used Ba'artzacha to teach me that as long as it's anywhere in Yehuda, it's okay. Or anywhere in Galil, it's okay. It says, could have just said Ba'aretz and it said Ba'aretzacha, so we learn out both things. Anywhere in your land, and you have to put them in your land. That's what Shemar Lazar says. It says, you learn out from the Asher that it's got to be in your land. You've got to take them back. Rav Safra, story. Rav Safra, Nafik Meretz, Shalach Chutz He went to Chutz Laaretz. He wasn't schlepping fruits, but he had a barrel or a jug of wine with him, which is also Chai Shmita, came from the grapes, came from the vines. Garvet uh, Shvias, he had, he had, a, he had a, a jug of, of uh, Shvias wine with him. Lavu two students accompanied him, Rav Hunabre Darvika and Rav Kana. These two rabbis accompanied Rav Safra, and they were Talmidim of Rabavo. Omalui said, Ikid the Mina, I realize I got a problem right now because we still have some wine, we can't finish it all. Do I got to take it back to Israel? So have either of you heard Mineid Ravu? Have you heard Ravu? Halachah B'shem Nelazar Olo? Have you heard Is Halachah B'shem Nelazar who's Machmer and says he got to bring it back to Israel? Do I have to do that? Amalei Rav Kana. Rav Kana said Halachah Yomar Ravu Halachah B'shem Nelazar. So Rav Kana said No, my Rebbe Ravu said Halachah Zayk B'shem Nelazar. Sorry, you got to take it back. Amalei Rav Huna Bei Ravika Halachah Yomar Ravu. He says No. Rav Avu said that ain't halacha kerab shimnalazer. Many times you mishear things, right? Did you say halacha? Did he say ain? You know, sometimes the first, I find that the first word that somebody says in a sentence, sometimes I don't catch that first word. You might have swallowed the word or I didn't hear it correct. Did he say halacha or did he say ain't halacha kerab shimnalazer? Amr Safra, so Safra, who was 
who was the owner of the wine over here, he says, let's accept what Rafuna says. I'm going to accept what Rafuna says, that Allah is not like a Shimon Allah, sir, and I'm not going to have to take it back. Why? Why? Because I know the Rafuna, the Daik, the Gomeshmait, and Puma de Rabbe, because I know that Rafuna is very meticulously careful uh, and listening to what he hears from his Rabbi. Kerachva de Pumpadisa, like Rachva, who was well known in Pumpadisa, that he was very careful in what he heard. The Amr Rachva, Rachva said, Amr Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda said, Harabayas stav kaful, haya stav lifnimistav. And Harabayas, it was a double colonnade, one colonnade within another. So how does Rachva, how do you see that from Rachva? So here Rashi says uh, that he was, that Rachva was very medayik as to who he heard it from. Rashi in the first of the wide lines, not the widest lines, says, Shay medak v'kshmosel dasmi mi kibla. He knows exactly why did he hear it from Rav Yehuda or from Rav Yehuda Nasiya, uh, who was also in that generation. That's what Rashi says over here. In other words, just like Rafa was very careful, we heard it from, I know that uh, Rav Huna was also very careful. Uh, Rav Huna, Bredevik, is very careful, and uh, I'm sure he, he quote, he's quoting uh, Rav Avoh properly when Rav Avoh said, so that's what Rashi says over here. Rashi in Brachos says differently. He says that the reason is because the Mishnah calls that Itztaba in Harabayas. He calls that Itztaba. And here, uh, he says, Rachva, Shari Medatik, I'm reading from, the, from Rashi in Brachos. The Mishnah calls it Itztaba. And he calls it a Stav because his Rebbe called it a Stav to show you that it's a real colonnade. In other words, even though the Mishnah says, uh, Itztaba, he his Rebbe translated as as Stav Kaful, that was a double colonnade. Then Rashi goes on there to say, some say that that, that what was Rachva meticulously careful about, who he heard it from, like Rashi says over here. But Rashi over here in Brachos discounts that, and he says, it doesn't make sense because Rab Yehuda and uh, Yehuda Nasir were not in the same generation. Uh, he couldn't have seen them. Very difficult to understand how, you know, sometimes Rashi offers a different shot, but here Rashi seems to ask the way Tosa says that what Rashi says over here doesn't make sense. Different editions of Rashi, hard to know. Any case, um, Rav, the story was that Rav Safra said, I'm going to listen to what Rav Huna said, because Rav Huna is very careful in, and writes down exactly what he heard from his Rebbe, or he's very careful in listening to what his Rebbe said, and just like Rafa and Pumpadisa, who's known to be very careful, and therefore... I'm not going to take the food back to Israel. I'll be, I'll get, I'll be mafkut right here. Karla Rab Yosef, Rab Yosef said, quoted a pasuk sort of jokingly about Rab Safra. Pasuk says in Hosea, "Ami beetzo Yishol, my nation will ask his advice. Umakolo yagadlo, and his staff, his stick, will tell him. Kolamekolo magadlo, whoever's mekol. In other words, of the two rabbis, Rav Huna and Rav Kana, Rav Huna was mekol. He says you don't have to take it back. So he says, okay. He went with that shita. He said, oh, he took the one that's more mekel. All right. Rabbi Loy, a story. Rabbi Loy cuts kafanaisa. Rabbi, cut Rabbi Loy cut down date berries. Date berries. Those are small berries. Uh, they weren't yet fully grown. The shvias, he cut them down. He cut down the wood. We're not talking about cutting off the fruits to eat. They weren't ripe. He cut down the wood uh, to use for firewood. Now, that's a problem because you're not allowed to cut down a tree, you're not allowed to destroy it. The Pusik says, La'ochla, right? As we see, um, says right away, Hechi Yavad how could he do that? They belong, they were Shemitah, there was a Shemitah year, and he's not allowed to cut down the tree and use the word, You have to cut it down only for food, you're allowed to take it down, but not for 
uh, destroying it, maybe using it for firewood or whatever. That's only if the fruits were already grown, if it already reached the fruit stage. But they hadn't yet reached the fruit stage. They were just date berries at that point. Ivram of Nachman, Amr Bavu, Hani Mischali de Arla, these calyxes of Arla tree. That means the, these are the, area, the, the parts of the fruit, which is not really the fruit. They're like a guard for the fruit. They go around it. Asiri, they're Asir, they're usher to eat of Arla. Why? Because they're a guard for the fruit. And if they're a guard for the fruit, they're like the fruit. When is it a shomer? When, they're unri- when the berries are unripe, that's when they're a shomer. So what do you see? That that's considered a fruit. In other words, even if they're not considered a fr- even if they're not a fruit yet, yet even the calyxes are considered a fruit because they're shomer for the pre. When it's unripe, that when it's an unripe berry, like in this stage, it's already considered uh, a guard for the fruit, so it's considered a kari luperi, and it's called a peri. It's called a fruit. V'shomer luperi. When is it? When does this calyx become a, a guard for the fruit? When the fruit is unripe yet, it's still an unripe berry, like we still, like the skifnaisa, and he calls it a fruit. So it's a fruit, even though it hasn't fully grown. So how could Rav Loy cut down the tree, cut down the branches? The answer is Rav Nachman Domakarv Yosi. You're right. Rav Nachman said who is machmer and said that you can't even use a, um, a guard, which is a guard for an unripe fruit, an unripe fruit is already fruit. He goes like Rabiosi, the time Rabiosi Omer Smadar, when it starts to bud, even a budding fruit is already considered fruit. But the Rabbanan disagree. Now, that machlokas that we're talking about, the Smadar was talking about on a vine. When they are vine, the nearest Suras and Rashi says, "Vine is smadar." When the when the grape begins to grow, when it starts to bud, then it's also mishumarla, and that's Rabbi Yosi But the Rabbanan disagree because the Rabbanan say uh, that all the love and make fun of smadar mutar mishumarla. So the rabbis say that's not considered a fruit. We're talking about when he cut down the berry; it was the berry of a date, date berries, right? And uh, you're giving me a machlokas between Rabbi Yossi and the Rabbanan and say, well, the Rabbanan say when it comes to a vine, that's not a fruit if it's only uh, beginning to bud. But uh, the Rabbanan only don't, they only disagree with him by the vine, but not by other trees. For time we learn, from what time may you not cut down the trees on Shvius? It's also, Bishami says, calling an as soon as they've begun to grow. Uh, uh, the, the leaves have become to come out as soon as they as they bring forth leaves. Rashi in the last line of the page says, Once the leaves start to grow, Rashi in Brochus and a different daf in Brochus, Rashi says, "Mishiotziu uh, means esapri, the fruit." Okay, but uh, whatever, either bringing forth the uh, leaf or bringing forth the fruit, all that that's b'shamashita. As soon as that, that it's as soon as it starts to grow, uh, a, a leaf or a fruit. It's also, you can't cut down the tree in Shvi. So Beisil is because it's L'achla below Lehefsid. Uh, Beisil Omrim depends on the tree. Hacharuv, and a carob tree, Mishiyashishu, from the time they begin to form chains. They're like chain-like, uh, chain-like uh, um, structures. Then, you are, that's, then it's also to cut down the tree. Fanim vines, Mishiyagriu, from they start to grow kernels. When, they, when the grapes start to grow. Vazesim, Mishiyanitsu, olives from the time that they blossom. Veshar kalinonus mishiotziu, other trees from the time they begin to come forth. Mishiag del hanetz aleyan, from the time that the uh, blossom begins to grow. And that's like mischalei v'domel of abrachas. Rashi brings down examples. Mitzar fanetz shalo enem sarf. Vam ravasi, hu boser. Ravasi says that boser, which is a half-ripe grape, 
Hu Girua is the same as a kernel. Vu Pul Eleven, that's also a white bean. So the Gemara says, what do you mean beans? Pul Eleven, Salkadaita? Who's talking about beans over here? Elaema Shiuro Kapul Eleven. How big is that? How big is a half ripe grape, which is the same as a kernel, which is the same size as a white bean? Uman Shamaslama Dumber Bosa ain't smudder low. Now, he says over here that Bosar, when the rabbis from Rabbi Basil said, what about Gefanim? When, when are Gefanim? When is that also cut? When they start showing uh, kernels. And he said, what is a kernel? The kernel is the same as Bosar. Oh, so who is the one who says that Bosar ain't? Bosar is considered a fruit, right? Bosar is when it's half ripe, but smadarlo, when it comes to, when it comes to grapes, that's the Rabbon, uh, ain't smutter low. Rabbonin, that's Rabbonin, because before we had Rabbi Yossi said smutter is already usher. A, a budding grape is already usher. The Rabbonin disagree. They say smutter is not. A budding grape is not, but Bosar is, as, as Basil says over here. So what do you see? That who is the author of this that says that smudar is not, but Bosar is, we should agree from the time that they're half ripe, then it's already us. So that's Rabbanan. Victorni Shar Kololinos and other trees, Mishiotziu, as soon as they bring forth anything, leaves or or whatever. So you see that even though the Rabbanan who disagree with Rabyosi there, but by other trees, like like date trees, like date palm trees that we're discussing over here, the story with Rabeloi, or also from the start time they start to uh, bud forth anything. So if that's the case, how could he have cut down uh, how did Rabeloi cut down the dateberry tree in Shvius? El Rabeloi Beninischni cuts. What he cut down was not a regular palm tree, but Rashi says it was a male tree which never, uh, which whose whose uh, berries never fully ripen. They never mature. They're stunted grapes forever. And then Rashi says he, they just take them off in Nisan and they sit there and they sort of you know spoil or ferment by themselves. Uh, but they're always small, and therefore he wasn't really causing any loss. So they took, as they say, he was talking about a, a tree that uh, that had these, uh, a male tree, a, a, you know, palm trees are male and female. The, many of the males, I have one male and one female in my yard. And if you think I know what I'm talking about, I have no idea, but I told you once, I once went to that, there's a place outside Philadelphia, I forgot what it's called, it's a big horticultural place, a botan- botanical gardens, we went in the middle of the summer, in the middle of the winter, was snow outside, and you had all these tremendous greenhouses, and I asked the experts there, how many different kinds of palm trees are there, and he said 3,000, <laughs> there's 3,000 different species, so I got two of them in my yard, one's male, one's female, the male is the one that puts off those, those little berries that make a mess here every, every, season, every, every year, and that's a male one. Anyway, maybe that's the kind of, that's what he calls by Nishani. It's a male tree that, that only has stunted berries, and they're taken off, I guess, early in the season. And therefore, when he cut down the tree, there was no loss. There was no loss of fruits, and therefore, it was mutter for him to do. It wasn't, uh, it's not, there was nothing to eat, and therefore, it wasn't, uh, he didn't violate the rules of Shemitah. All right, we'll pick him here tomorrow, Mitzvah Tanur Have a good day, everybody. Thank you.